Welcome to Fresh from the Esky. Subtitled Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Righto, welcome listeners to episode 20 of Fresh from the Esky. I've got Ben along and we've got a guest along as per usual. Every second week we've got a guest. We've got one this week, Timmy Higgins, Senior Coach of the Glenmore Bulls. Um, welcome along, Timmy. Great to have you along. Yeah, thanks, Sledge and Benny. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, welcome to you too, Ben. I kind of <laughs> cut you out because you said you never know what to say. You just say the same thing all the time. Yeah, I still don't know what to say. Um, well, I chose, unlike like Tim usually does the selection criteria for the A-grade side and picks me, I thought show the faith back and I'd pick Tim to come on the... Um, on yeah, the podcast. It's always a bit touch and go wherever you get picked though, isn't it? Oh, not this season. Not this I've, season? I've been no great yeah, no, we have been a bit shorter numbers, which is true. Except the one where we couldn't play a game, we got dropped to Resis. <laughs> yeah, got rained out. And <laughs> yeah, when we How'd you go in that? You performed in the Resis? Probably the best you? game. I had the same amount of touches on the weekend as I did that game, probably. <laughs> no clangers. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, as you are a listener, I think, Timmy. I've, yep. Yep. So, as you know, we have a beer, and if I don't have a beer, I've got people to get up me about it so as per usual we've got a beer here we're going um overseas doing this one for gav mackie oh we've got a peroni legara legara is it twist top i hope so otherwise um we'll have to use an opener no it's not twist top top that's all right keep that in mind listeners if you grab one yep (laughs) all right i'll I'll give you the first one no spritzes today no, yeah, well, I know you like beer, unlike Darren. <laughs> yeah, actually, we can't have too many non-beer drinking people on, really. No, that's fair. Not good for the image. Now, well, um, this will be going on the, what's that app I've got now going on? Untapped. The Untapped Beer app? Yes. Now, Cheers. so, Peroni oh, yeah. Lagara. Oh, mine. It's Cheers, brewed in Italy. It's a mid-strength beer. It's low-carb, too. God, I'm looking after you guys. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, nice and cold, too. It's not a bad beer, actually. Actually, it's probably better than the one we had last week. I'd put it, I'd put it a bit higher than that. That's not actually... It doesn't taste like beer, to be honest. Oh, right, what's it taste like? I don't know. I feel like there's a bit more... Sweeter? Yeah, I think it's a bit sweeter. Yeah, I got a chewy beer. in my mouth at the time. I thought it might have been the chewy, <laughs> making it sweeter. Might be the beer. Yeah, no, I don't mind that. That's not a bad beer. Recommend that. I'll... Um, yeah, I'm thinking. What do I? Get? Is that getting close to a four? Close to a four. Jeez, yeah, that's pretty so. high. Actually, um, while we're on topic of alcoholic drinks, I went to sushi yesterday with Jacob after the game for dinner, and they had these drinks that were sixteen dollars. Like I didn't know you could buy alcohol there. First of all, like it's a sushi shop inside the shopping centre there, and it's sixteen dollars, and it's probably just this size. It's three hundred mil, sorry, and it was. 3.7 standard drinks. What? Yeah. And it's like just... I don't think it was a beer. It was some sour... Sake like, yeah, sour grape or something. Paid $16 and it was, yeah, 3.7 standard drinks. Yeah, that's... And so we... Lot. Me and Jacob didn't know that it was that much, so we just bought one each thinking it would be kind of funny. <laughs> and then we actually had to say, oh, we can't actually drink these because we wouldn't be able to then drive no, back home no. after having them. And no, this was yesterday morning. Oh no! This no, is after. after the game. Oh, no, you wouldn't be able to. 
Better not have been before. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> right, out. the beer's on the way. Now, the next thing is Tim Higgins. As I do, I stalk anyone we have on here, but you don't stalk well. No. Like there's, like I said before, I Google Tim Higgins. There's authors, there's p- doctors, um, some company owner. I went through three pages of Google. I yeah. couldn't find a thing about you. Well, I've changed jobs that many times. I've tried to make it very hard to find much out about me before they uh, give me the A or A. <laughs> yeah, no, you have done very well at that. So basically what I know is you were born in Warrigal, which surprised me. I didn't even realise you were yeah, Victorian by birth. Yep. Yeah, so that that was a while ago now. Yes. Nearly 31 years ago. Yeah. I know you played in a premiership at Yapoon. Yep. You played in a premiership with us, of course. You're yep. two-time Bernie got medalist and your partner's Anna and you've got a son Archer yep and I had a premiership up in Port Douglas as well oh did you so, yeah, three two, time premiership 2019 fun little fact is every five years I've I've had a flag so 2009 2014 2019 yep and then so, uh, hopefully we'll break break yeah. the four year curse and uh, <laughs> go three years and go 2022 that would be good yeah oh and you're an Essendon supporter <laughs> So that's about all I know about you. So what can Tim Higgins... So born in Warrigal. Yep. When, when did you leave Warrigal? Um, that was the end of 2003. So I finished up schooling, which in Victoria was um, grade six. So yep. then skipped grade seven to move straight into high school up here. Oh, right. Oh, so, yeah. so I struggled in maths for the start. Um, they were talking about all the stuff we did in grade seven. I assumed we all did grade seven. And so I was a little bit lost for a yeah. year there. Yeah. But yeah, so mum and dad just decided for the sea change. Had a, They run a carpet and vinyl laying business. Yep. Uh, had the house and that down there. They sold the house, sold the business, threw everything in a caravan and travelled up the east coast of Australia um, just looking for somewhere to live. Uh, dad didn't want to come up this high because there wasn't much surf, but mum wanted to have a quick look. And found Dad's it. a surfer. Yeah, dad was, was a surfer. From not as much anymore. Yeah, yeah, he was a mad, <laughs> mad surfer. Spent yeah. a lot of time down around Anglesey, Bells Beach and that as a kid growing up. He yep. did. Oh, well, and then I did as well, obviously. Yeah, so they come up and I think there was the fish and chip shop they've got now and then by the time they got back to the real estate agent, there was another little property that come on the market, so I bought both of those and then I think about three or four weeks later, I come up, Dad drove down, grabbed the other car, and I come up for the first time, got in Timmy Park, uh, about 5 o'clock Christmas Eve 2003. So oh, really? Yeah. Straight in, got a spear gun for Christmas and started <laughs> shooting stuff straight away. I oh, love that, nice. love that, yeah. yeah. Get in the water up yeah. there, it's a bit warmer. So when you came up here, what school did you go to? Was it? Uh, I went to St. Brendan's. St. Brendan's. Yeah, which was a massive culture shock, because I was co-ed school, obviously, down in Victoria, and AFL was the main sport. So I went from that, played all right footy, so I got along with the girls okay, and then went straight into an all-boys school where they played the wrong Rugby sport. Rugby league yeah. is a huge nursery, of course. Yeah, yeah. So Especially Brendan, so yeah. I didn't even know what State of Origin was at the time. They all looked at me from like, I was from another <laughs> really? planet. Yeah, I had no idea what State of Origin was. We used to play rugby when we were in um, primary school and it was just throwing the footy forwards backwards everywhere just an excuse to tackle each other. So I had never even watched a game of it. Really? Yeah, before. because I mean, I'm from that time where there was nothing like it but I thought you would have had a lot bit more exposure than that um, I think if maybe I hung around through high school I think that's when Storm started yep. to get a bit of momentum and and that but yeah I had next to no next yeah. to no exposure to a league I actually I did know you went to St Brendan's because I don't know who completed your Facebook profile but you did sixth form at St Brendan's 
I think I left school in the seventies and it was already. Yeah. I did form three and then I had to do year ten because they changed it from that. Yeah. So where did you get sixth form from? <laughs> or St Brendan's like. I remember. No, I remember making that at the time and I couldn't figure out. I don't think it's even the right St Brendan's. Yeah. <laughs> so I just. I was going to say I had. I, like I, I had yeah. not heard it for years. <laughs> yeah, it, Dad still talks in form five and six and yeah. things like that. But yeah, no, I just I think I couldn't find the right St Brendan's and sort of gave up and. Went with whatever one gave me six form. <laughs> yeah. So that was year 12 you completed? It was year 12, yeah. 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 So had you played footy before you left Warrigal? Like, yeah, yeah. Like um, football would have been I huge. I grew up down playing there. soccer and then I think just sheer, sheer weight of numbers. All my mates at school played footy and eventually made the switch. So I think I played, I started in grade five or your grade six yeah. up here. So I did grade five and six was the sort of first time I played footy. I had a bit of a natural ability for it and really enjoyed it and then yeah, got up here was yeah much different the footy up here to down home. It was sunny for starters, but yeah, it was. Um, I I learnt that apparently the guys didn't tackle before under thirteens and played on half a field. Which, yeah. yeah, blew my mind. It, it would have um, yeah because I mean they would have been playing full field. Yeah, already down. Yep. There. Yeah, straight yep. into it. Yeah, yeah. Was, but I mean you had twenty thirty players on a team. But that's right. Anyway, yeah, everyone played, and I think we probably had seven or eight teams in our league. And our league was split between two towns, the size of Yapoon. So yep. there was just everyone that was of age just played footy. Was Dale an AFL supporter? Mm. Yeah, he yeah. was pretty handy as a junior, so he tells me. Yeah. Um, so you were just playing soccer, just. Yeah, just, I'm not sure. I think a couple of my younger mates at the time played soccer. Yeah. Mum probably po- tried to push me into the softer sport. <laughs> or, sorry, not softer, but non contact. And then, yeah, eventually found me one. Because was Dale that. Made you an Essendon supporter too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. He's got a lot to answer for. <laughs> so yeah, no bombers from an early age. But so is my young fella. He's already got a few bombers onesies and sits there and watches the footy with me. <laughs> Doesn't realise yet how upsetting it is. No, especially an Essendon supporter. No, it's been a long, long. Uh, so Dale wasn't um, involved in a football because I mean he was heavily involved in football up here. He was he? once I started started oh. coaching. So he he's always come to the footy game. So when I was playing school footy, which is what I started with, he'd come. Yep. And then I think when I was top age under twelves, he jumped in and had a crack at coaching as well. And then yep. from there, he's always sort of been heavily involved with coaching all yep. the way through my juniors. I think most years he's been a coach of mine. Yeah, oh, it's good then, yeah. Through juniors anyway. So, yeah, so we come to Emu Park, did you say? Yep. Oh, yeah, right. So football was the Yapoon Football Club, of course. Yep, yeah, yeah. So swans. you would have been playing as an under four? Uh, under 13. Under 13? So Saturday top morning. Age yep. under, yeah, I think top age under 13, so yeah, Saturday yep. mornings. And then um, normally doubled up for the under 15s, and then each year as I moved up, doubled up for the... Yeah. The next age above, and then started seniors. I think I was fifteen. Yeah, the whole year. I turned sixteen after the year the season finished. Yeah, which would have been about two thousand and seven um, or something then. Yeah, it was. I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was oh seven, and I played two thousand and eight, and then two thousand and nine was my first year as a um, genuine over seventeen year yeah. old turning eighteen. Would have played against a lot of the boys you've playing with now at yeah Moonmore, yeah definitely the pain boys. Um, all the pains which was it's good now to play on the same side as them yeah. as opposed to against them but i played a lot of rep footy and that with those guys as well the big one was chris Borman actually got me over to the glenmore bulls so he was my best mate growing up and then 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So I used Chris. to play against him, and yeah. then when, when I come back after a few years away, he yep. said, come hang around. We'll win a flag. That was 2014, so that worked out well. It did work out well, yeah. But yeah, not not too many of the guys that I played with at Swans are left in the senior side now. There's um, not? Nah, yeah. well, you got probably Lee Cousins, uh, Maddie Wallen, and Peachy was running around. Oh, but he was at Glenmore at the time. I think he's yep. gone. I don't think there's many of the guys that uh, I've played There's only with one of the boys playing and as a try, but them, I reckon. There's only... Yeah, I, I think boy. they all sort of moved away. Yeah, yeah. all Buddhas. Um, yeah. Oh, one of them is some, but yeah, there's a few boys running around. Did yeah, I don't know if any of them playing anymore. Were you played against? Oh, played with Tom, or was he cousin? Yeah, or was he a fair bit? Younger no, he was you? about three foot high the last time I saw him, and then I come back and he was like six foot three and built like a brick yeah. house. I thought surely that's not little Tommy that used to run around. Um, but yeah, no, he definitely grew a bit. Yeah, I say because he must be younger than he's fair bit younger than Lee, is he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, will Lee be about your age or year? I think I've got a couple of years on Lee, and then I yeah. might have a couple on Tommy. Um, so you did your sixth form at St Brendan's, with aspirations of doing what? Or, or did you have football? You did, yeah. You had these thoughts of being a professional football. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really want to go to uni. I didn't want to do any more study, and just yeah, my whole sort of life, I just wanted to play footy. And I thought I'd figure out the rest of it, which 12 years later I started getting there now. Um, but yeah, once I finished school, yeah, I, I hung around here for a year because I blew out my PCL and a few other ligaments in my knee. So I stayed yeah. here, spent a year here after school um, working as a chippies labourer with one of the local companies, which was cool. And then... Um, yeah, I was playing a bit of footy down down in Brisbane, so flying down there on a Thursday, uh, playing on a Saturday every sort of with two or three weeks. Aspley, was that with? No, so that was with Sandgate Hawks. Oh, right, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I, I knew a couple of guys down there through through some rep stuff. So, actually, no, that was Brett Fragicomo was the old oh, yes, development yes. officer around here, yep. uh, managed to get me a run, run down there. So I played probably four or five games for them through the year. And then, yeah, luckily... I got picked up in the Queensland side, so moved down to Brizzy, um, in with the host family and signed a contract with Ashley Hornets in the, the Quaffle at the time it was. Which um, would have been the highest standard there yep. at the time. Yeah, so we had the, I don't think Suns had been incepted yet, it must no, have. I don't think so. So the Lions Resis are in that, but yeah, that was the Premier League of Queensland at the time and it, it changed pretty drastically over the few years that I was there, it just got bigger and bigger and yep. become the Neefal where it had... Uh, it was in the Northern Territory Sunday. Yeah. You had yeah, uh, there's two or three teams from Canberra, and then the same yeah, from New the South Swans. Wales. Yeah, so yeah, the Swans, too. the Giants, the Suns, and um, the Lions, of course. Yeah. So all four. So how, how many seasons did you spend down there? Played down there for three years. So oh, yeah, right, I spent yeah. three I seasons. I didn't realise it was that long. You played down there. Yeah, yeah, 2010, 11, and 12. Yep. Um, probably should have hung around for a couple more, but um, yeah, wanted to head down to Victoria and have a crack down there. Yep. So oh, did you go down to Victoria? Yeah, I so thought you came from As- like I thought you came from back from Aspley to Glenmore. No, yeah. so I went back down to Warrigal for a year because I yeah spoken to a few mates and wanted to head back down. I didn't realise how cold it was, so <laughs> I thought I'd head back down, have a look around, play some footy. It just rained and the whole season, so as soon as it was done, come straight back up. What league was that in, Timmy? Uh, that was the 
uh, Gippsland Football League. So yep. that was... Um, Drillin. Yeah, so yep. Drillin, Runet, Warrigal, Wanthaggy, Leangatha, Isale, Bansdale, Terrelgan. Yep. So it pretty, was pretty good standard. Out. And yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Not compared to the NEFL that I'd I just say, out, but in terms of, yeah, yeah, in terms of country footy, it was pretty strong. Different style footy too. A lot yep. wetter, probably a lot more physical. Yeah. Uh, but the running side and the skills weren't, yeah. weren't quite because at the NEFL level. No. That'd be minor country league or major country league? It'd go down as minor, yeah, I would I think say. They would, I think we compete. used to play against... Like, they wouldn't be Ovens and Murray, Western Border. Nah. Problem nah. So Ovens and Murray's would be higher league? Is that yeah, 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 definitely. It's major country. Yeah, that's Kingless. Wang, is it? Yes, Wang, yeah. Wang Rovers, Wodonga... Um, yeah, Aubrey I wouldn't compete that. against them. It's stronger yeah. than a lot of the country leagues that yep. are around there, but, yeah, compared to Ovens and Murray yeah. and then, um, what the big one, the Eastern Footy League, yeah. you know, yep. just wouldn't compete, no. no. Yeah, and like you say, wouldn't compete against Neath. Like Neathal, when you were playing, would have been. Oh, so you did play Neathal, or yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, played yeah a few years of seniors. Yep. Um, the first year I was there, I spent most of the year with the Lions reserves. Yeah. Um, so playing with all their listed players that didn't get a run in the ones that year. Uh, and then the next year, sort of was in and out of the team a bit, and then the last year sort of started to get a consistent run through the A grade side, which was good. Yep. And then yeah, decided to leave. So probably <laughs> should have stayed. How far away do you reckon you were from maybe AFL football? <laughs> Is it a long way? Like, there's been uh, a lot of guys, I suppose, play there. Yeah. That... Well, it probably depends how many beers I've had when you ask me. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold Sober, probably a fair way off. I think definitely had the opportunities and, and did get noticed by the lines, at least when I was playing in the, um, the Queensland games. But just my kicking had just been changed by someone I thought knew what they were talking about. And... Yeah, just put my kicking style up the shitter and yeah. Yeah, just really struggled to hit targets by foot, which was flagged by the lines. Yeah, I did hear that, actually, that they said something about your yeah. skills weren't good enough. And I was like, gee, I'm Yeah, well, after surprised. that, I spent basically a whole off-season working on it and then yep. got my kicking a lot better. So, yeah, probably ruined my chance there a little bit. When I was playing fastly, I was, I was starting to play some good footy. And then as I left, the guy that I was playing in the same position as, Josh Wagner, sort of rolled in. He was oh, a couple yeah. of years younger than me and ended up getting picked up by Melbourne. He was a very skillful player. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah, probably never really had a, a great shot at it. I reckon Nefer would have been about as high as I could go. But, mm, you know, I like to tell my partner I could have played AFL <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You were telling uh, Archer the same thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to be even taller stories by then. <laughs> No, but I mean, as much as anything, it's a time and place thing. I think. I mean, there's a you see a lot of good footballers running around in country footy in Victoria, especially where you say, "Gee, he could have made it." Well, everyone else says he could have made AFL. He could have, but yeah, there's reasons they don't. I don't know if it's a lack of. You got to sacrifice a lot. Yeah. I think, um, I think when we spoke to our guest Ricky McHugh, he realised if he was going to play league, he realised, "Gee, it's a lot of sacrifice I've got to make." And he was already making him as a junior. And at this Capra's kind of level, yep. he realised, gee, there's a lot you've got to do. And yeah, I think that's what separates a lot of guys with skill and, and hard work. The guys that have to make the AFL system, are, and I mean in Victoria, they're a dime a dozen. There's good footballers everywhere. It's the ones that really dedicate themselves to it, sacrifice everything outside of footy yeah. and commit um, is the big difference. And mm. then you see that as a big difference between sort of 
Queensland footy and Victorian footy, even in the rep stages, it's it's just a completely different kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can imagine in Victoria, you can have a job, get very well paid in some of those oh, footies, yeah. just train two nights a week. Yeah, be an absolute legend down there. There's a bloke playing down there at the Wang Rovers now. Have you heard of Sam Carpenter? No. Yeah, I played with him actually. At, um, really? One arm. Yeah. 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 So He's a he captain of the Wang Rovers. He actually was on. A VFL, he was playing VFL footy. I'm not sure yeah. before he. Yeah. He's absolutely legendary. Yeah, guy. he's a unbelievable footballer too. Yeah, that um, is unbelievable. Right? It doesn't slow him down at all. No. The one yeah. Arm. yeah, surprised surprised me watching him for the first time run around handballing, marking everything. Yeah, just very silky player. Yeah, it seems ridiculous that like handballing and tackling, even especially. Yeah. That you'd be able to do it that well with just one arm. Yeah, well, I didn't believe it when Trev told me. Yeah, it, it could, could be easy. You know, I thought he must be. You know, he's a bit of a. What do you say? Um, they put him up as yeah, we've got this guy playing, kind of. You know, look what we're doing for people with disabilities. But he's an absolute legend. Mm. He was. A, he actually well, won. Young. He won the TAC Dandy Nong Sing race, best and fairest. So yeah. he wasn't yeah, that right. far away. Like he, yeah. the, they don't play him there for no reason. Like, nah. If you're playing in that, like, you know, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a thing he had. Like when he was very young, I think he lost his arm at like about four, four or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just below the elbow too. I don't think there's a lot there below the elbow, is it? No, no, no. So. not much at all. <laughs> so when did you play with him? In- uh, that one would have been, I think that was 2012. 2012, yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of players come up out of Ovens and Murray, around the Barwon area as well, down in the Geelong. So um, yeah, guys from all over the place. So you just ever cop it from the coach? Look at Sam, he's got one arm and he's doing better than the rest of you blokes. Like <laughs> you got no excuse. <laughs> Not that I can remember for that one, but probably still got a few sprays for uh, I remember the first time I, my first ever training session there we were doing lane work and I missed my first kick and I felt pretty crap about it. And then my next kick I missed that as well and, and Robert Copeland won two flags with Brisbane yeah, Lions. Yeah brought, I think there would have been about 50 people at the time, and brought everyone in and pulled me out the front and tore shreds off me. Oh. <laughs> so basically, if you want to be here, that's not good enough. And I felt, yeah, pretty small, <laughs> but um, I'll be damned if I was missing the next one. Yeah, week. that's right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we did get a few good sprays down there, but none none because of Sam. No, it'd be hard to spray a guy. With, I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you'd go about that, actually. But yeah, like I say, he's the captain of Wangrover, so he's doing very well. All right, so... When did we figure out the footy dream wasn't going to end up with a $600,000 contract and all the drugs you can get at Essendon? Oh, I'm probably still coming to terms with it, to be honest. <laughs> I was going to say, we've got a lot of goes. Yeah, well, there's a mid-season draft now if I uh, pick a few more goals. Well, they have picked right. up 28 years in James, James Podsiadley was the oldest one. Was he 28? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was going to Geelong. Yeah. And dominated for a long time, still. Probably when I come back here and stayed here. Oh, well, I come back in 2014 after Victoria, and then I think I went back. I went to have one more go at it in 2016, I think it was. Would have um, been. For the lead up in a, it. was 2016 pre-season for the 2017 yep. season. Yeah. And um, thought I was going okay. I was a bit nervous for the first few weeks, but started to find my groove and get into it. And then, um, yeah, pre-Christmas I got cut. Told I was too old. And really? Run you know, with the young guys. I think I was 26 at the time. I would have heard that. Yeah, yeah, that really stung. Yeah. Thought, oh, yeah, maybe it's over. I'll um, go spend my time with the boys up in Rocky and go yeah. fishing and that on the weekend instead. And was 26 probably your prime, I reckon. Yeah. 26, 28 probably your prime. Yeah, what, what was that? That was 
Yeah, four or five years ago. Yeah, so I would have been about 26. So yeah, that 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 one hurt a bit. <laughs> that was before we even got to play a um, pre, uh, any scratch matches, any scrimmage work. So I was oh, all just so training. on training alone. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was a bit stiff because some guys train really well yeah. and, and play terribly. I That's train right. terribly and play slightly better <laughs> yeah um so yeah i thought that was pretty stiff and then yeah i thought yeah that's probably it for me i'd i'll just come back and just enjoy life a bit more yeah i can only think they had intel on you like they watched you before or something because you couldn't wouldn't spoke to robert something. copeland yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks bushy um yeah and well i think it was a, a week before that i was speaking to the midfield coach who ended up who's their coach, senior coach now daniel webster was um he's a senior coach now and he was the coach when they first went into the vfl and he actually don't hang shit on me for this but he said i was a lot like jack stringer um <laughs> that i could sort of not going to get a heap of touches but could really be explosive and damaging and i could play tall or small and i thought oh maybe i am going right here that's pretty pretty good knock so I went in a bit more confident the next few weeks. I was out there after training, having a few set shots and got pulled in and cut. I thought, yeah, oh, that right. went downhill real quick. You know, every Tuesday, Thursday, I'm going to be calling you stringer from <laughs> now on. For the package. <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe it was sort of end of end of the doggies run for stringer when he just lost <laughs> the plot and <laughs> ended well, up bombers. It, yeah. <laughs> means you're like, Jake, your weight goes up and down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chop and change. Anyway. Right, no so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, BT loves him. BT gave him the name. He's probably regretting that a bit now, actually. Not a huge fan of BT. Hey? I'd rather listen to the footy with uh, on mute. I can't stand BT. I don't like his... I don't like his post-game interviews in the locker room. That's oh, Roman, Roman BT. Bryan. Yeah, or Roman Bryan. Yeah, that's terrible. We need to get Roman Redders back. That was a good one. Yeah, that I, said, I said that to Corey at the start of the year, and then he said, yeah, okay, I'll do it, and just hasn't done it since. So who do you like to listen to, though? I mean, everyone bags Bruce Daisy McEvaney, Mears. but yeah. I didn't think McEvaney was that bad. Myself. Dennis, don't need Dennis Cometti back. Yeah, yeah I didn't mind Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. bad, yeah. Dwayne Russell's not bad, I don't Which think. one's the one? Was it Dennis Cometti or Bruce McEvaney that had the um, the love for Surreal? That, that was McEvaney. Yeah, that was McEvaney, yeah. yeah. I just yeah, remember that. Brayshaw's awful. I can't stand him. He just shouts and carries. Yeah, well, apparently Daisy Pierce is getting straight as torn off everyone. Yeah, Rex everyone. isn't happy. Yeah, Rex Hunt, that's who it is, yeah. Well, Rex was a bit different himself as a commentator. He's and never been the most politically correct bloke. No, around no, he's, uh, he's not. Yeah. Just going from strength to strength at the moment. Yeah. The big is, that the one, is that the one he's, there's a book of, that we have a book of his stories or something? Oh, yeah, I think it might be. And yeah. something, I think there's something about him sucking um, snake poison out of a bite or something. Yeah, if there's anything to do with Yibbity Yibbida in the yeah. title or the bio, it's probably Rex's yeah. book. <laughs> Was well, actually quite a good footballer himself, Rex. Actually, Premiership player at um, See, Richmond. Oh, Brisbane. Sorry. Where did he, who did he play for? No, he played for Richmond, St Kilda, and Geelong. I think. Yeah, I thought it was Richmond where he um, made his name. I think originally. Yeah. Could be wrong there. Played I in, definitely played in Premiership. How I long? didn't realise um, like this just because you said that he's played for so many teams. Dermot Brereton played for Collingwood. Yeah. I did, did not he? know that. Demi. Yeah, I saw him. I just saw a picture of Dermot in a Collingwood jersey. Yeah, he went to Sydney after Hawthorne, stomped on some bloke's head. I thought he only then, played um, for Hawthorne. And True, played, and fashion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah played um, a few games. Yeah, no, they cut him. I think, which seemed harsh. A bit of a legend there, Dermy was. Hmm. Anyway, that's football at that level, I suppose. It's like so, Brent Staker at the Bulldogs. Oh, not Brent Staker, Barry Hall. 
Barry like, oh. Barry Hall was at the Bulldogs when he ran into Brent yeah. Staker. <laughs> yeah. I say he punched Brent Staker, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, one of the great punches of all time, everyone <laughs> says. But the guy wasn't even looking. It was pretty cowardly, I reckon, actually. Anyway, Only topped by probably Andrew oh. Gaff on Brayshaw just a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh, Gaff he was looking at him, wasn't he? Gaff was I looking mean, at him. Brayshaw was... Brayshaw slipped over in front of him. No. <laughs> Gaff just turned around and king in him. Brayshaw probably deserved it. <laughs> Free men or dogs. <laughs> right, oh, um... We've got kind of a bit away from everything, so we played played in our first premiership at Yapoon in yep. 2009. Would have only been a young fella then. That you yep. Uh, so that was my first age of senior footy. Yep. Uh, first, sorry, first year of only seniors. Yep. yep. Got in the best players, I see, that day too. I said a half yeah, game. Yeah, did. I think I got best on for the day. And that would have been the when medal. they were a bit more of a local team. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the couple of years before that that I had in senior footy, yeah, it was a bit of rabble and we weren't very competitive at all. Yeah, we just had a, a strong group of juniors coming through. Yep. Um, then we had uh, Weddy Brett Motten come in as coach and clean yep. things up a bit, gave us a decent game plan. And and then, yeah, our juniors started to mature a lot more and, and yep. um, yeah, just really sort of strung things together pretty well and, and had a pretty strong year. Which decent coach, Brett Motten? Yeah, angry little very, man too he, sometimes. Yeah, he was a good um, footballer. Yeah, he was. Kind of cruel a bit dry injuries, I think. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, it was a while ago now. Um, pretty short, but straight to the point. Knew, yeah, he's a bit intense. Where he stood. Yeah, a bit intense. Um, demanded a lot of respect, which was good, and, and definitely straightened the club out and the, the team out, which was nice. And yeah, because um, yeah, a lot of those boys put up with a few pretty hard years, so it was good to see it yep. all come together and, and get a good win. Yeah, they've had enough of them now, though. Yeah. Yes. So it was blokes like Lee, were they in that premiership as well? Or nah, so Lee, no, so Lee was a bit younger. Sammy Nichols was running around at the time. Yeah, Lee and TC weren't. Matty Wallen, I think, was the only other one. Um, so there was. Wes Hawk was our Ruckman full forward at the time. Yeah, so there was. Oh, there was only Matty Wallen playing now that would would have been from that team. Yeah, don't quote me on it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's about it. Yeah. I think. Most of the other guys have retired, moved on, moved elsewhere, or stopped playing footy. Or uh, I think it was, I'm almost positive it was just Matt. Uh, and unless Lee was in there, um, otherwise it would have just been Matt. I still remember my first year playing A grade, I was marking up against Wes Hawk, and the umpire said to me, Oh, I said to Wes actually, he's like, Oh, this guy's young enough to be your son, looks lo- just like you. I thought, how do I look anything like Wes Hawk, who's got all these tattoos, got like the the beard I think he had at the time, and the mullet, yeah. and I'm like a prepubescent 16-year-old standing there next to him. <laughs> Just a spitting image of him, I was really. saying, we might have had the same frame at that time, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, Wes was, yeah, I'm not going to talk about Wes anyway, I'm not going to waste my air time on that. No. It's alright, so that's then when you made the first foray down to Brisbane, after that? Yeah. With yep. a host family, so, so mum and dad stayed up here? Yep. Yeah, mum cried a fair bit when I left. Yeah, yeah. which was very sweet. Um, you, I think Dad might have got even a almost shed a tear. Got a sister. The hell, a tear. I do. Um, you probably would have seen her. She comes to footy nearly every week and brings her what little tribe up with her. Yeah, all up, all in um, Glenmore number seven jerseys. Oh right, oh. Yeah. yeah, so she's a year younger. She's always been much smarter, uh, much more switched on, and yeah. And she lives locally, obviously. She does, yeah. Then. So yeah. she's got a long-time partner. I think they've been together for about 10 years. So she's, yep. yeah, got a house down in Yipoon. So mum still had her. Pardon? Mum still had her when you left. Oh, <laughs> yeah. More or less. Rachel's not an overly affectionate person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Rachel, oh, yeah, I normally listening? end up giving mum a cuddle. Yeah, Rachel hates cuddling mum. So <laughs> I make her give me hugs every now and then when I see her just to wind her up. <laughs> yeah, good to see. So, yeah, host fam, how'd that work out down there in Brisbane? Yeah, no, it was pretty good. Jumped in, um, there was two guys about my age, uh, the Bevins. And played yeah, Troy up. actually played for Gladstone. I think he played for Gladstone, maybe one of the Rocky teams years ago for about a year or two. What's your name, sorry? Troy Bevan. That was a long time yep. ago. But, yeah, yep. jumped in with those guys and... Found a missus and at the time and had a mate and moved out and did the share housing yep. for a few years. And just played footy, so you didn't have a job as such? I did have a job. I've, um, I think when I went down there, I was a uh, like a water technician for A-Mart. That oh, sounds... Pool Mart. Yeah. So you brought your water into me. I tested it and told you how much salt and chlorine you needed. So I went from that. I did that for a while. Uh, then so I, many jokes we could make about that. The uh, pool guy. Well, the bike that owned the um, pool store, his last name was Waterman too. <laughs> and um, I, well, it wasn't Tinder. It was like a plenty of fish. He's uh, been the pool guy. His tag was H uh, two O man. <laughs> so it was just this incestual water surname job sort of thing going on. Uh, but yeah, I went from that. Worked in a bolo for a bit, and then um, didn't really have much else going for me other than the ability to kick a footy so I ended up doing a set three and four in fitness and becoming a personal trainer oh right eh? yeah yeah so that would have been after like night school or, or like um, part time it was a eight week full time course I think in, oh right and eh? so it didn't take long at all yeah um, just pumped that out in a couple of months and pinched a bit of money off mum and dad to get me through that time which they're um, still good for usually so yeah just got that out of the way and then yeah started just in a personal trainer that was down in Redcliffe at the time with a bike that's from St. Brennan's originally I did that for probably a year or so with him and then moved into the city and and did it on my own in the city um, for another year that was a lot of distractions a young fella finds in Brisbane even though he's trying to make it in the football world Uh, especially when you're working in a gym yeah (laughs) Yeah. it was um, yeah no it was yeah um, I love my mates to death, but yeah, we ended up probably partying a little bit too much. And then as a personal trainer, if I went and did a Sunday session with the boys at Norbanby or the Fox or something like that, I'd just reschedule my Monday morning sessions to Tuesday morning or Monday <laughs> half. So I didn't actually lose any money and, and just freed up in the morning for myself. So yeah, most weekends I was always good and well behaved on a Friday night, something some of our boys could, could probably learn. <laughs> but yeah, never drank on a Friday night and just made up for it on the Saturday night all the boys would usually go out together and then when we were in the share house we had a um, big two story Queenslander with a big pool and entertainment area the so big party house yeah I mean you'd get back at four or five in the morning there'd be 30 blokes and <laughs> and partners and that in the backyard and in the pool yeah. partying so <laughs> that'd and roll mum, into mum Sunday and turn up for the week. oh no you'd be pretty right they had the shop up here they couldn't turn up too yeah no they never they? just rocked up yeah. so dad, dad used to fly down a fair bit but I'd always drop him off at the airport after the game on Saturday and then um, <laughs> see that get stuck straight into it afterwards yeah so it was a pretty quick trip there to get him out of the car and into the plane as quick as I could and then back to the pub and um, a year in Port Douglas would have been short of distractions up there either, would it? Playing football up there? Yeah. A bit more was... relaxed, I'd say, the football? Yeah, or... oh, the footy's pretty... It's a strong league up there. Yeah, that's it's, a Cairns um, Yeah, Cairns League, league so you get a lot of Victorians head yep. up there um, out of the cold. <clears throat> and Port Douglas recruit really well, the Crocs. Yep. So, yeah, they run a fantastic club up there. So, met a, a few guys, actually, I played with... Oh, I grew up with down in Victoria. We were playing up there at the time as well. And then... 
uh, everyone sort of knows everyone. So yeah, no, that was good. I worked in the gar- in the garden, so you can basically work on a boat on one of the dive boats. You can work in a bar or you can work in the gardens doing landscaping. So I picked landscaping, and my first week it was uh, it was forty degrees every day and about 95 percent humidity. humidity yeah. yeah, I struggled. I thought Rocky's hot enough, and yeah. the owners of the houses kept <laughs> coming out asking if I was okay. <laughs> Just Should have done bar work. Yeah, well, yeah, I was rigging it pretty quickly at the time. Thankfully, that passed not after summer was done. So, yeah. yeah, had a ton of fun. It was basically just a working holiday. Anna and I, I think, most afternoons would go down to the yacht club or one of the pubs that they all had different hours of happy hour. So, you get a pint of beer for five bucks, and everyone had a special of, of prawns. So, you get a yep. bucket of prawns and beers and. Yeah. basically lived off that for a year yeah i remember when the three of us come up from victoria we went to noosa and we got a job landscaping too and that's what i found and it used to rain it was real tropical then it used to rain every afternoon about three o'clock like and it was just so humid up yeah. until then and then you know it knocked us around yeah i don't think i'd ever been what was it called sunstruck before but i went to footy train and that's what i was I, it took me a while to figure it out myself yeah just, yeah not yeah. used to it yeah and it's a different heat up here that's for sure yeah that's for sure yeah and they wouldn't believe me then i said look it gets to 40 down victoria yeah but it's a different it's heat just it's just a dry heat, heat. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. yeah a lot of people don't realize how hot it does get down there um mm. but yeah just the humidity is the big killer yeah, up here. Right. And, and cans is worse for it yeah it's the so, higher you go the worse it gets yeah as soon as you step outside you just sweat you get out of the shower you start sweating mm. get, so i mean that's why you have to keep drinking beers that's just right stay hydrated exactly. and cool exactly. down couldn't you get it you sell rocky to a few of those blokes then say like oh shower when you come in the shower you're not sweating here <laughs> bring them to the yeah. balls yeah I, I sp- well i nearly had one of them a good mate of mine he's ended up going down a little bit further down at caloundra he was yeah. supposed to be coming in but then his missus got a bloody job in sunny case so he's had to nick off there but yeah, I mean, it's a tough sell even Port Douglas yeah. <laughs> to come to Rocky as nice as it is. It's uh, pretty well heaven up there. Would have played at Cazales then quite a bit because they, I mean, I think they all play at Cazales, don't they? Yeah, so the Menunda Hawks home ground is Cazales. So I yep. think we had two or three games throughout the year there. Yeah. And then, yeah, all the finals have played there. Yeah, it's um, a very good stadium apparently. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's different playing on that, like, a, it's not a synthetic turf, but it's it's like paper thin so yep. as soon as you turn it just rips the turf out so it can get almost slippery oh um, right yeah. but yeah, yeah it's a big big ground yeah. um which suited me more but yeah really nice nice spot to play most of the grounds are up there they're pretty good though you yeah. know take good care of them and i think cans are like a standalone league so they pump a bit more money in, into the league in terms of um yeah, yeah upkeep and, and things like oh, that it's to been a Schmeck. strong league for like 40 or 50 like i remember guys going from Ovens and Murray, the Britain boys going up there to play, and that's in the mid-70s, like, getting paid to play up there. Yeah. It's been a strong league for a long, long time. Yeah. It was probably, as at the time, was as strong as the QAFL. See, a couple of blokes from down home, Big McNolan. Remember McNolan played for North? No, he wouldn't, actually. No, he, he was a bit of a legend um, down Wangaratta and Tarawinji and that, and he went and played Barassi's North Melbourne sides, and then he went up to Maine up here, and he was a coach up here and got the QAFL going big yep. time up here actually and, but there was guys going up to um the ovens and from the ovens of Murray to Cairns League at the time too like it was it was quite big up there always has been right so we've had a year 
holiday and in Port Douglas. Won a premiership, so that was just a bonus almost, was it? Yeah, it wasn't a too tough a season. I think we dropped two games for the year. Um, we beat one side 404 nil. Oh, really? Yeah, so it can be a bit like here then? Yeah, we had two guys kick 17 goals each. In one I day? Ran, yeah, I ran around and did nothing and somehow got three league votes. <laughs> which, <laughs> you uh, must have given a lot away. Yeah, I might have been sucking up the umpires. That's a fair bit. That doesn't sound I, like yeah, yeah, you've been giving that. them away either. Yeah, I thought that's a bit stiff to the guys that have kicked 34 goals between them. I can yeah, say, yeah. Nil, and, um, that I was played on. off a half forward for flank, kicked two goals and probably had... 20 touches for the day if I was lucky. That was on Sportsbet, wasn't it? Sportsbet? Yeah, so it made, the, made a bit of news. I don't know it made Sportsbet. It made um, like Fox Footy and, and things like that, the Triple M pages. Yeah, maybe um, it was one of those. Yeah, we come off a quarter time. I knew we'd had a strong quarter, but I had to look up the scoreboard. It was 120 nil at quarter time. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was Yeah, not great. But, yeah, got copped a couple of losses, and then, yeah, the granny was a good close fight, so it was good to get over the line in the end. Yep. Over um, who was that over? Uh, South Cairns Cutters. Oh. So we had a pretty good rivalry all year. They had a really strong side. And yeah. um, I think we you played each other three times. They might have beaten us twice. I know we definitely got up on them once. Um, and then, yeah, we sort of almost went in as underdogs, but then ended up getting up over them, which was good. Yep. Um, and then 2020, when I was back here, I think, because every other league was getting canned, they had almost a VFL side up there and just pumped everyone for the year. And yeah, well, 2020, you came back and then went straight into coaching, didn't you? 2020 coach? Yeah, yeah. well, all the year I was up in Port, I had, um, I think, almost weekly messages from Corey Redsell. Yeah, Corey's told me that <laughs> many times. <laughs> yeah, to have a few beers after a tough loss and then... Uh, Actually, yeah, I feel like I remember being you. there several times. Yeah, I copped a couple of calls I was on the phone for an hour or so one day and um, yeah it sort of got to the point where uh, I think after the big one where we won 404 nil, you guys lost to Gladstone that week which mm. was almost unheard of and Corey was on the phone to me I thought I'd have more feeling um, being back with the boys copping a loss to Gladstone than playing up there yeah. so yep. I think that was about the the time that I thought maybe I'll throw my hat in the ring, have have a crack at coaching and come back down and see what we can do. Mm. And then the f- first year we we didn't we missed out on finals but because it second was a COVID team. year we had a second chance or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, so it was all did, yeah, yeah, top six made finals yeah. and it was basically like a knockout. So we played Panthers Pan- at yeah. Panthers. Knocked them out. Yeah, which was a good win for us. And then rolled into Yapoon at Yapoon. Yeah, and then we had to versus Yapoon again in the grand final, and yeah, lost that one. Yeah, well, that the first year, 2020, we lost in the like the, the preliminary final, I suppose you'd call it, to get into the granny. Yeah. Yapoon. I think at the time, Cause we fa- had a few guys pull out. I was running around on the day trying to find more players to come in and yeah. play for us. So oh, young Cody Brown ended up putting his hand up. Just yeah, because it was out. First, first and second got a bye, didn't they? And then yeah, it was third were. versus last yeah. and fourth versus fifths. And we must have finished fifth, Panthers fourth. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, snuck in that way. But, I mean, we still got a finals count, so that yeah. still is a tick on my KPIs for coaching. <laughs> Haven't missed finals yet. Yeah, that's true. Well, of course, I've skipped the 2014 one here, of course, where you played in a premiership here with yep. the boys. So that was your first year with... Glenmore, yep, it? I come in the angriest man alive. Yes, <laughs> yes, I remember. So I'm told. <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't have a great that. attitude, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah. Well, I mean, I just I'd spent so many years in a system where you're just expected to give 
not excellence, but give your best. Yep. And so when I saw guys that weren't working as hard as they could or or were more talented than what they were putting up, I um, sort of would give them a whack. Never asked anyone to do anything that I didn't think they were capable of, but yeah, probably yeah, come in a bit hot. Um, did calm down a little bit toward the end of it, but only ever wanted the best for the team. And, and yep. I mean, we ended up getting there, which was good. But yeah, it was. Yeah. It was great. Like, yeah. I mean, it's odd to me that Yapoon still think that's the one that got away from them. I, I don't know why. I think we beat them three of the four times we played in that year. I'm pretty yeah, sure we, we probably beat did. once. Yeah, because we beat them in the semi. I, th- I think we were even. So I think we beat them oh, the first man. game, they beat us the next two, then we beat them in the semi to get in the granny, yep. so it was two apiece. Yeah. Um, and we wouldn't see it anymore. Yeah, well, that's it. We ran over the top of them. Yeah. We, um, our, our fitness just kicked in. and we Yeah. I think that's why they're doing big pre-seasons now. Yeah. <laughs> Who got yeah. the best on that game? Was it you? Yeah, it was me. It was you, yeah. <laughs> Had to think about that for a second, sorry. <laughs> was it when you got... No, it was when you got the Premiership medal, though. That everyone was booing you, yeah, and then you yeah. gave it a kiss and showed it to the Poon crowd. Yeah, I, so remember, I, got, I remember that. Yeah, I got the best on ground medal first, and then when I went up to get the premiership medal, they're all booing and hissing at me, calling me traitor. <laughs> yeah. So I kissed the best on ground medal, blew it at them, and then. Um, and they've hated you ever since? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. More, I mean, too. before that, but yeah, that, <laughs> that didn't help the situation. <laughs> but yeah, that's, Tyson Payne was making his captain's winning speech, and 90% of the team stood up, walked off the ground, threw their medals in the bin, and left. There was two players that stayed. One was Dylan Bibby and one was Sam Nichols. The rest of them stood up and left, which I thought was one of the worst things I've seen on the footy field. Yeah. I'll probably get a bit of flack for that, but that was easily one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, I think that is... Like, I don't mind them Not leaving, but you don't medals. leave during then? Yeah. Not while he's making a speech. As yeah. soon as he's done, yep, you can leave. Yeah. I definitely understand not wanting to keep the medal as well. Oh, I hate yeah. runners up flag medals it's just a reminder of the time you almost won yeah well they don't have them now yeah no, <laughs> we didn't get one last year yeah <laughs> no yeah. I don't know I know it's second place but you've got to remember you finished above everyone else in it and I don't know one day you'll probably look back and yeah I don't know actually you know because it doesn't matter if you don't win I suppose <laughs> if you're the first you're last yeah. so actually I don't like um, I don't like teams singing on singing oh. on the field I saw the Panthers uh, not Panthers sorry um, oh they do it too but um Yapoon 17's song on our field on the weekend, but the seniors went to the um, change rooms and did it. So yeah, I, was like, I did notice this. Because means. it's becoming a more common thing, like, um, Brothers started league. it, didn't they? Yeah, Panthers do it now. They sing on the field. Um, oh, Panthers sung it on their 50th. They sung it three times. They sung it on the field, in the sheds, and then at the um, dinner, <laughs> the thing in the, for their 50th. Yeah, that's a bit of carry-on. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a team thing, really. I don't think it should be with everyone like it's a bit of a just the team thing I don't yeah. know why they um, do it out on the ground well, I've never yeah. understood it and never been a fan of it no not, not a big yeah, fan you go of it. sing in your room with your mates and celebrate the win together you don't need to do it on the ground especially no. at, at an, on an away game yeah someone else's <laughs> ground I mean it's around 10 win it's not a grand final or anything I'd happily sing on if I'll happily sing on another team's field if they do it to us though I'm, I'm petty enough to do that to them. <laughs> you are petty. That is one of your strong points, your pettiness. I would be petty enough to do it to them if they do it to us. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it going. Yeah. I'm right up there too. <laughs> so, the football dream, well, still still kicks around in there a bit. But <laughs> some, somewhere along the line, you decide, I've got to actually get a real job. Yeah. When was that? Did see photos in mining. Yeah, so, yeah. That? After I got told I was too old... 
hooked up with Tommy Nichols. Yes, so, that's yeah. the Tommy Nichols connection. Isn't yeah. It? Good bloke, Tommy Nichols. 2016 was a fun year together. Um, but his dad, or sorry, his mum and his stepdad had a, or do have a company out at South, oh, out at one of the mines yep. out west. And um, yeah, managed to get a start in there and did that for a couple of years, which was good. Driving trucks or something? No, or? just they did um, basically maintenance, mine maintenance. So they did everything around the mine except for actually digging and moving coal. So any concreting, building, plumbing, oh, right, gas yeah. work, yep. just whatever it was, expansions, improvements to the mine, just did that. So lots yep. of, yeah, just manual work. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, really, really enjoyed that. But working Monday to Friday, Four and a half hours away, got a bit. Oh, I didn't get a roster. Wasn't a roster job. No, oh, so right. I'd leave home three a.m. Monday, get home about five or six p.m. Friday, and footy Saturday, hangover Sunday, back to work Monday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a couple of years went very quick. Yeah, would have. Yeah. So I would have wanted to get out of that pretty quick then. Yeah. Is that when you went into the seven seven news job? Uh, no, that so after that I come in worked at one of the local civil mobs for a couple of months just to get me by and then went off to Port Douglas and then yeah oh, when right. I come back uh, I was doing a bit of concreting and then saw the Channel Seven job pop up so I'd done a bit of sales before and then jumped in with Seven in a business to business advertising sales role did that for two and a bit years and I've just jumped over to Flexi Hire yeah, about three months ago yeah so in a area sales. yeah so I look after the the Rocky and Yapoon area in sales and service, so I'm sort of basically the one salesman running around that whole area and yep. keeping everyone happy and trying to get as much flexi high gear out on the side <laughs> as possible. And that's a Monday to Friday job, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, so yeah. it allows you to do your football and yeah, bigger, bigger hours. So we work seven to five, which is a massive, but ten hour days. Yep. So Monday to Friday, and then yeah, home every night and. At footy training, so yeah, that keeps me pretty busy. It's pretty enjoyable, fairly autonomous. I don't have a direct boss locally, so they just have to trust me to get my job done and do the work I'm <laughs> no, supposed to do. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's been me for the last three months. So a lot of different jobs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good though. Um, so this is your third year, did we say, of coaching? Yep. Yeah. Enjoy the coaching. It's challenging. Definitely enjoy it. I mean, there's moments that are very enjoyable. There's moments that are not so enjoyable. But yeah, on the whole, I've yeah really, really enjoyed coming back to the club, helping us get a little bit of success and getting the boys yeah to hopefully enjoy their footy. It's been I've one part I've really enjoyed is is watching guys I've known for a while just sort of growing and improving and becoming not only better footballers but better people and things like that as well. But yeah, I, I enjoy seeing the improvement out of the guys and, um, yeah, seeing the smile on their faces. Yeah, it's, it's been good, but ultimately want to win a flag. <laughs> yeah, and that, that is the ultimate, but like you say, I mean, it's, it's not everyone can do that, so yeah. you've got to be happy with the improvements you see and things in that as well. Like, yeah. You know, um, I think there has been that. Like, I think you gave your charging bull award, as we call it, to Corey Retzel. Like, he's... Yeah. He's... He is a young fella coming through the ranks of young Corey Redsell. Well, I didn't really think about how much shit he might have got for that until after the fact that I thought, oh, the boys will be in. The, the potty calf. Yeah, the potty well, I calf. I think he might be the best Redsell. At the moment. Yeah, I, I think they're both lucky that Josh isn't playing. Well, Actually, I haven't, he might haven't be seen Josh play for a while. Oh, no, I think I heard he got hurt yeah. again. Actually, he hurt again. But no, he's, he's surpassed Jacob at the moment anyway. Yeah, but Jacob's just coming back, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Jacob was playing midfield last year, he got the most improved, and then 
obviously couldn't play midfield, so Corey's basically taken his brother's mm. spot and held yeah. him out. Yeah. No, they're, oh. most, they're most improved family in Rocky, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob cries his way out of the back line in the midfield, cries his way out of the midfield in the forward line. Yeah. Quite his way into the leadership group, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. Jeez. But, yeah, no, the, oh, those boys have been fantastic. Um, yeah. I love him to death. <laughs> it is it is hard work though. I mean, the only bloke with harder job is Glenn Bow. I bet you he probably. I said to him from the start, up you don't. He would I don't envy a Resi's coach. <laughs> it's hard work. Every now and then he'll pick a team before we pick the senior team on a Thursday, and then his team just gets obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> Throws his hands up. What did I even bother doing this for? I said, yeah, told you you're wasting your time picking before us. It is it is very frustrating because I know that. If we get, like, our strongest A-grade side, I don't think we've had this season, but, like, our strongest A-grade side, I'd say, when we get that, I'd be a fringe A-grade resis. And if I'm in the resis, I feel like, like, I know there's other blokes that in their current A-grade side that'd be in the resis too. And that resis side would be strong enough to compete there too. Like, It's been our biggest problem this year is getting a full side and good numbers. I think the Gladstone game... Seniors had about 15 A-grade players unavailable, and I think the Resis had about 13 or 14. So that's almost 30 players in one club that can't play that weekend. Yeah. It's just, and it's been basically the story of the season so far. But, I mean, we've, like you said, we've had players playing A-grade that probably are Resis players, and then on Thursday night when we were picking teams, we ended up sticking with the guys that had come in to fill roles because they'd been there, they'd trained, they'd done their job on the Saturday, so they held out the guy that normally plays Ago coming back in. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a funny old one. So you blame your father for being an Essendon supporter Mm -hmm. and now your son can blame you as well? Yeah, I actually messaged Dad, I think it was last year after we lost, I don't know, someone lowly like Carlton or something at the time. And I said, I blame you for this life of misery, you asshole, (laughs) more or less. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, poor old Archer's already in the kit. So I sent out a Snapchat of him in his kit not long ago and I had a fair few people harassing me for um, (laughs) child abuse, (laughs) which is probably not far off the mark, truth be told, but um, misery needs company. So what's your take on the drug saga? Were they treated poorly? Terribly. Well, I mean, I was in Victoria at the time, 2013. Oh, would have been on the news every day. Couldn't get away from it. Front and back page of the Herald Sun. Um, And, I mean, up here, you would have heard about it a lot. Oh, yeah, that was was pretty big up here. I can only imagine how big it was down there. From my understanding, they never got proven to have done anything wrong. Asada actually cleared them, didn't they? Yeah, well, what it was, was they brought the game into disrepute. Which is what I can't understand. If you've done nothing wrong, how can you have brought it into disrepute? That could, that that's the media blowing everything out of proportion mm. and, and hanging everyone. I think it was ridiculous, and I think Joe Joe Watson should get his Brownlow back if he doesn't have it, <laughs> which is probably a big if. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing, something went on, but no one seems to know what. Yeah. Because, and there was something dodgy about it because you don't do all that stuff away from the yeah. grounds. I'd love to know how much Heard knew about it because if he knew, he's complicit. If he didn't know, he's incompetent. This Danks must hold the key to everything. That yeah, Danks he's guy, a bad I man. Um, well, I mean, you look at any professional sport, they're going to push the envelope as far as they can exactly, to get any yeah. sort of edge. Um, like someone said, where does it stop? Like, they give them jabs all the time, painkilling jabs. Is that not performance enhancing by yeah, the fact that they can perform? Yeah, yeah, a few of the guys, like um, Travis Johnson, was running around with the lines at the time. He had about 
ten jabs nearly before he'd get out and play a game. Yeah, I I don't think they did anything wrong by the book. Um, did they probably cross a, a, a line of some sort? Yeah, maybe. Um, like I say, something's gone on for it all to happen off the outside of the plane. Um, like they did, you weren't doing it at the grounds or anything like that. It's, mm. But yeah, I don't know. Feel sorry for the players out of it. I mean, if you're a fresh 18 year, year old, 19 year old that's walked into a footy club, like realising your dreams and they say, hey, go do this, mm. help out, and you're not going to question it. You're no, that's right. Out. And people saying, oh, they should have questioned, should have this. Yeah. They should have, maybe, but can they, really? I mean, they put all their dreams, as you say, to the side. They'll say, right, this bloke won't follow instructions, right, yeah? Mm. Which is one of the big things. If you're going to play footy, you follow instructions on what you're going to do. Yeah, to the level. And you, you've stopped at the first hurdle and said, oh, no, I'm questioning that. Well, <laughs> mate, we, we don't want blokes that are questioning things. We want blokes that will do what we tell them to do. We yeah. want disciples, you know. That's what a coach wants. He wants disciples. Maybe he doesn't get away with it as much as he used to years ago, but they don't want you questioning too much in, um, what they want to do. Maybe that's why they're all robots now. Yeah, well, it's funny, isn't it? Like, um, yeah, we want individuals, but don't be too individual. We'll cut you down. That, well, that's that. That Kane Corns is he? Is he? What's, did, used to have bobbleheads because he looks like a bobblehead. That guy. I think, he, I think he has a bobblehead of himself oh in front of his desk. God. I think mean, he's, he's just a, a f head. <laughs> oh, he just. But I mean, he's he's probably one of the highest paid guys just because he's controversial. Yeah, that's all he does. He just stirs up shit. One thing I I'm not a big Kane Corns fan at all, and I think the way he ripped in a Jack Ginnivan was almost harassment because um, they gave the young fellow a GoPro he gave it his best yeah, crack and he was playing some good footy and, and that's what I mean about robots he showed a bit of personality and yeah, then got one of the down. senior media yeah. figures just harassing him I love that he uh, well I mean I didn't like it because it was against Bombers in the Anzac Day but he kicked four or five on Anzac Day and got the medal and then uh, I think the next footy classified yeah. Kane Cons comes in with uh, Peroxide Blonde yeah. 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 saying he's a Ginevan fan well, that's yeah. what we should have done for our fines I would love to see some of these boys with Peroxide Blonde hair it would be well, hilarious Teddy's half assed the bleach yeah <laughs> <laughs> I say no one's actually got that back yet but I mean there's actually, well there's been a lot of footy talk a lot of footy talk, and that's what I expected coming in having a chat with you. <laughs> well, I said to Anna before the um, before I come in, I hope they don't want to talk about anything other than footy because I haven't done much. Well, else. actually, yeah, you're pretty lucky because, as you know, one of your best mates is um, Thomas Searle, who works with Hayden Thomas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so no. I messaged Hayden um, before the podcast and I said, "Oh, Surly. yeah." As I said, can you text Surly? Has he got any stories? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we could catch Tim off guard with and Hayden's said that um, he's a pretty shocking reply so he hasn't got a reply from it so you've got him out of it That's uh, not and a, then he, he is said, the most unreliable bloke I've ever met in my life he said so. he replied five minutes ago uh, he only had one thing which was I mean I know that we can just cut this out if you don't want it down there <laughs> the fact that you've got one testicle <laughs> <laughs> he said that's the only thing that Sally's given Hayden. Is this is tr- true? Yeah. Is it? Well, we skipped that. Where'd that all happen? <laughs> I say, we can cut this out, but <laughs> that's the one thing that Hayden's given me that he's passed on was that you've got one testicle. Yeah, well, I th- to be honest, I think most of my mates know already. Um, yeah. Football injury? <laughs> Nightclub injury? No, no, no. Um, it was just a birth thing, I think. I'm not 100% sure. I never ended up checking it out. But I do know I did make a pretty wild story about it to explain to women when I was a younger 
going to chat. Um, no, I, I told all the girls that... I, well, to be honest, none of them had ever picked up on it. Um, I said I was in a snow skiing accident. I was going down to moguls in a tight run and <laughs> With went too fast and, yeah, shot off into the trees and, and had a stick go straight <laughs> in there in a big, gruesome incident. But no, that never happened. Um, no, thanks, Ellie. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing he's given Hayden. And that was, yeah, he said, that's that's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, he's a good bloke, isn't he? Great guy, yeah. But obviously now it's working because obviously got well, Archer now and yeah. loving fatherhood, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. Anna does everything. <laughs> no, it's, um, oh, look, we've had a, a dream run. Um, he's slept really well from the start. He eats well. He's not fussy. He doesn't cry. He's happy for anyone to hold him. He does his own thing. He's, um, yeah, been really easy. I thought it was going to be much worse. Um, Anna's a weapon, but she, well, I'm at work all day. She does heaps. Um, but, yeah. I mean, she sleeps most of the day, I think. <laughs> Gets out of bed at 10 and goes back for a three-hour nap at 11. Um, but, no, they... Um, he, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. It, it definitely something different, having a young fellow. It's, it's a highlight of my day getting home because he can hear the door rattling as I come in. So he yeah. quickly crawls, crawls out to see me or if he's on the couch, he's poking his head over with a big smile on his face. So it's um, it's definitely slowed me down a bit too, which has been good. Not, not yeah. as many big nights. And there's a few of them around the footy club at the moment, yeah, clubs the, and that, which is great to see. Like, and yeah, they all breeding come up together. Yes, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't mention that the other day because uh, I think there's well, there's Grace, Billy, Dougie, obviously Tanner. Yeah, Tanner's another one. Uh, my young fella, um, my, um, Lindsay. Yeah, Nixon. Yeah, Nixon's got his little fella. Forty's got a couple of kids or one. I think another one on the way or something. Um, yeah, one on the way. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping that was a well-known thing. <laughs> Sorry, I let that slip. Yeah, no, there's heaps of kids out at the moment, which would be awesome. I mean, it's like you and the Hoopers and, and the Red Cells and that when you grew up. It's, yeah. Yeah, good to have best mates. Apparently, Doug's got dibs on Billy, so <laughs> soon he keeps telling me. Archer will be a big power centre-half forward. He'd probably a bit... Yeah, I was going to say. Archer, Archer might be able to just... Small midfielder. Yeah, might have to just stand over Doug. I don't think he'll grow too much. <laughs> No, Beth and um, Zimmy aren't overly tall, are yeah, they? I think Tanner will be the one that he'll have to look out for. He's going to be tall. He's pretty tall already, isn't he? Which is, well, Kai's not overly tall, is he? But Cassie's pretty tall for yeah. you, isn't she? I was going to say, I think Cassie provides all the height. I think Anna's even tall for a boy. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, Justin Hooper bought some boots off me thinking they were my boots. Um, they ended up a bit big for him, too. They were actually Anna's old boots <laughs> that were too small for her. <laughs> He wasn't very happy when he took them. <laughs> I assume you knew the whole time. Yeah, I knew. He did, I thought he knew they were hers. And then I I think she was selling another pair. And he's like, oh, no, I've still got your old ones. I'm like, no, they're not mine. He's like, who's are they? Like, they're Anna's. He's like, what? So, yeah, I think she's got a 10 and a half or an 11 foot. She's got toes that are about... I was going to say 11s. I think I'm an 11. I need new boots, actually, too. There you go. Mine well, are held by strapping tape. Anna doesn't at the play footy much anymore. She's <laughs> just running the mum thing, so I'll see if she wants to sell those. <laughs> so, um, throughout your footy career, Higo's been your nickname? Um, Should no, that, that, was, that, was, that come late. Dad was always Higo. Uh, I think, yeah, probably a couple of years in Aspley. No. Started, yeah, so not, not until I was maybe 19, 20, it really stuck. And then that's it. It's the only place I get called Tim anymore is at work. And it just sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm starting a program of um, nicknames, a social experiment. It didn't take off real well last week with Jared Rainford. Yeah. It hasn't gotten well, right, hasn't well, stuck Well, yet. Jared hasn't been too 
training since oh, right. the episode came out is because yeah, he went to Splendor in the mud and so who was his think girlfriend I've, in the end? Yanni. It was. Yeah. yeah. So I was listening to that episode today with Anna, and then um, we didn't quite get to the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Saying it might be Yanni. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, I think he actually. I think he was um, dropped to the airport by her. Oh. I was told. Oh, not what? by Jared. And Jared forgot like his swag. Oh no. Yeah, forgot his swag. Didn't bring a tent to Splendor or anything. So he's definitely he's, not. Yeah, he's, he's, anyway. yeah, he's all love sick. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, as long as she's there to pick him up when he gets back, he'll probably yeah. need some cuddles by then. <laughs> so yeah, but um, it would have been the greatest time. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll catch. Oh, I think it'll once he's at training again. We'll have to see if he catches. So on, was it has Norm? an opportunity. Norm's there. actually the winner at the moment. Norm's the winner. Norm's what were the, the, what were the moment, others? Yeah. I, was, I thought Knight Rider would be the one that was um, catching on. Dustin, Norm. Was Slim Reaper in there? No, no Slim <laughs> no. Reaper wasn't in there, actually. That would have been a good one. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, because up with that at footy. It yeah. was funny. Because he's um, lost all that weight. Lost all yeah. The weight. yeah. It was Tyler, wasn't it? I think it was me, actually, but I'll let Tyler have that one. <laughs> he's not usually known for any funny things, but... Except <laughs> oh. for his brother, of course. Yeah. Cla- Clancy had a funny one on Saturday. You might have to edit this one out as well. I was getting a rub down and he, and he was talking about how back would basically and he says to me the family tree is a circle <laughs> oh, I lost it god I lost it and what's he like 14 15 yeah. that yeah, okay, so I think it was dry as anything and I think it was Geordie Keogh actually um, he saw I was when I was sitting on the bench and Dennis was standing there Yeah. and um, Geordie said to him Oh, how come you're not playing? And Dennis was like, Oh, I've just been like real crook recently and all that. And Jordy's just said to him, Yeah, it looks like you lost a bit of weight. <laughs> I was like, Dennis doesn't didn't really have any weight in the first no. place, but that's why he gets that nickname from every yeah. time he plays against. <laughs> anyway, a continuation of um, our social experiment nicknames because it doesn't show a lot of imagination. He go really, let's be honest. He go really. So very original. I'm going with. You follow horse racing at all? Ah. Oh. Yeah, every now and then, if I'm having a barbie with the boys, lose all my money and then forget about well, back it. Back in the day. 70s, the premier Australian jockey was Roy Higgins. Yep. So we either go with Roy, his nickname was The Professor, so you've got the Roy or The Professor. Mm. Now, whether you'd like to admit it or not, you're a former Swans player. Now, Swanee was the um, band that John Swan had, who is a half-brother of Jimmy Barnes, so we get Jimmy. <laughs> so... <laughs> Or, finally, Jimmy Barnes is the ex-lead singer of Cold Chisel, so you get Chisel. Alright, so you're either Chisel, Jimmy, Roy, or The Professor. Alright, they're the four choices. I thought Swanee was going to be an option. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that's what that was doing no, as well. That would upset that you couldn't go too um, much at all. I mean, my, I've got a pretty chiselled physique. <laughs> yeah. oh, I actually don't mind Roy though. <laughs> Roy's a good one. I reckon Roy's not bad actually, but people all think it's to do with um, Andrew Simons. But yeah, anyway. Roy Higgins. So we'll put that up in the poll. Yeah. Those, um, Missy's four. not an option, obviously. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unaware of that one? Missy Higgins. I actually, I never thought no, of that. Too late now, out, too late. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because cool. you miss all the shots too. Ah, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, you find me a few times though, yeah. so you're not real happy about that. Actually, that was Jared. I, I, I wasn't there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it must have been two dollars for each miss. I was going to say if bucks. you should have been fine, Darcy should have been fine too because he was missing them too. Well, I don't know, it, and I keep getting harassed about doing captain things or this or helping the club or whatever it is, 
Darcy is basically exactly the same for, for whatever reason. Isn't Darcy vice captain radar. though? No, he's co-captain. Oh, co- so it is co-captain. Do his, yeah, okay, he's yeah. He's captain run on the bus. Yep, so no. I got I'll... fine for not doing a captain's run on the flame and arsehole yeah, the other day. I'll yeah, get him for that. Yeah. Year, yeah, I'll get him for that then, Ashley. Yeah, he just. It's that cheeky grin, he just slides under the radar. Oh no, he's got a young kid. I've got a young kid as well. <laughs> and finally, as our guest, you get to invite on someone you'd, it can be a celebrity, doesn't have to be a celebrity, someone you'd like to have on Fresh from the Esky. Maybe James Heard, get some answers out of him. Oh, if I could get him. I'm a big, big fan of James Heard. I'm a huge fan. He's one of the best football players I've seen. I reckon he's done his time. I can't wait to see him back. I reckon he was boxed at the. He loved it when he walked out. With all the smoke this year, no, the Essendon's. <laughs> was it Essendon's no, hundred? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was yeah. just thrown in the face of everyone yeah. else. I think, but he was a very, very good foot. Not a big oh, man, eh? No, but just tough. Centre half forward, ruck Real rover, tough. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty boy, James but tough as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, he was. No, Nathan Fife, but yeah. No, he's injured again too. Actually, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's not much chop anymore. Yeah, he put on too much muscle. That's why he's done the hammy. Jeez, he looks good, but no. Oh yeah, he's a good-looking bloke. Now he's fixed up his hair a little bit too. Actually, probably the yeah. biggest thing happened in football this week. Um, though this will be a couple of weeks away. Billy Pickin passed away. Billy Pickin. I thought you were going to say the draw between Fremantle and Lynchman. No, no. Well, Billy Pickin. Um, who was it? Liam Pickin. Pickin yeah. Yep. Uh, played yeah, for Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bulldogs. Sorry, Footscray. Um, it's his old man. And actually, Marcus Pickin played for Lions, his old man as well. And he's also Jonathan Brown's father-in-law. But Billy Pickin, one of the great centre-half backs of the 70s. I didn't realise, but he was actually picked in the Collingwood team of the century. Billy was a, more than just a footballer. He was a character. He was awkward looking and that. But took high-flying marks. He used to commentate when he was out there. He used to run up behind the packs. And here comes another, another Billy Pickin screamer. And... Then he'd actually follow through and do it. But yeah, he Might passed start away. doing that. Only 66 Here comes Benny Hodgins. <laughs> Here comes Benny Hodgins with another near touch. <laughs> He's missed that one. <laughs> anyway, right. So James Heard. Yep. We'll get in contact with his people. I could offer him a pair of snake skin boots. I think that's what he used to wear, snake skin boots or something like that. Or didn't he? Or something like that. He James may Heard. bring a pair of boots along for me. I think just offer him a chance of redemption. Get his, area, yep. his side yeah. of the story and... Actually, if we could get is. him and Danks on at the same oh. time. Oh, gee. Could be, be young for young and old. That would be big. Because yeah. <laughs> I think Danks was involved with Cronulla at the same time. I was about time. to say that. Was it where yeah. the Gallon was? The yeah. Cronulla, dog. yeah. There was lots did of things going on. Oh, so right, mate. Essendon are free. Oh, they're fine. Cronulla no, 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 no. Oh, right. No, no, no Cronulla are okay. Just Paul Gallon. Cheat. <laughs> Danks has something to do with St Kilda. Oh, God, it didn't work there anyway, that's for sure. We have not had performance he was one that was involved. Are you a Saints fan? Yes. You, yeah, know, you think you've got purgatory. You, you don't um, follow AFL trade, what is it, information results and oh, yeah. rumours? <laughs> Cooper? Yeah, you got to have a look at that Facebook page. Very one-eyed St Kilda supporter. Yeah. I'm, I've been um, banned from his Facebook page. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. For commenting too much on I think just laugh reacting to someone else's <laughs> comment. He's a very sensitive man. We've got the Saints. Are str- I mean, they're awesome, and then they get thumped by Essendon, and then they they go well again. It's, yeah, it's no. been that sort of season. Though. It's anyone in the top eight. It's been that sort of lot. Can't believe we yeah. missed out on that chance of getting Dill Buckley and Daniel Gorringe. Yeah, what well, that just sort of fizzled out, didn't it? No, they they gave it to some umpires league, um, like an umpires team or some rubbish like that. 
that's we're bigger than them by now anyway, aren't we? We'd be oh, bigger than them. Yeah, surely. Much and they also virtue kept... Virtue signalling, that's what it is. Yeah. They're just virtue signalling. Yeah. They're siding with the umpires. <laughs> they also kept on, um, I think, in the actual interview that I was on, I think they called us the appearance swans. Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah. They did. And then they, they had some chick on after you, didn't they? And they were more interested in and chat her up there. Hmm. Which I was surprised because I thought that Gorringe guy might have been gay anyway. I thought he might have tried and chat you up. You are pretty handsome with your yeah. beard now. Too. I was going to say, I'm did you very... have the beard at the time? No, I didn't know. Even though I was, I would have had phone. the yeah, I would have had the long hair and everything too. I was driving, leaving footy behind you yesterday, and I didn't realise it was you in front of me. And I was trying to figure out who it was because I could only see in the side rear view. And that I was saw this <laughs> strong beard, and then the glamour shot. I thought, who's that? I have no idea who that is. And I thought, oh, that's. That's Ben. That's Ben with his sexy new beard. Yeah, which, I wish he believe- played the strong as he looks. <laughs> I can't believe we're getting so much about this beard. I had it on Tuesday, and the only thing I've done since then was I was going to shave it all off, and then somebody, Mal Kenny, said, "Oh, just try like shaving under the chin." Yeah, so you give the like, definition. Give you, yeah, it's making your neck. jaw look strong. Right? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, right, I'll give that a go then. It's and then, yeah. Chiseled jaw. It's and I was just, just getting compliments on Thursday night, and I was like, oh, right, <laughs> I'll keep it. That settles it. Paired it with the new haircut, and then went out there and didn't touch the ball. <laughs> I'd love to say that wasn't true, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for um, coming on, Timmy. It's been good. Very Thanks. good, actually. I think this will come over very well. Hopefully. Get it up in a couple of weeks. No, I'm sure it will, actually. Learn a bit more about you anyway. Yeah. Like I say, I didn't know hardly a thing about you. Yeah, the boys have been getting stuck in me, saying I'd love a bit of me time talking about myself for about <laughs> an hour. <laughs> and it was probably the ringleader in yeah. that as well. But yeah, no, that was yeah, no, fun. Thanks for having me no, on. Thank you very much for being here. All right, that's it. We'll call this done. Yeah. Thank you very much. Really.